Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International and Compass Group International, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about daydreaming and also dream homes. You know, before I start the episode, did you know that there have actually been studies that shown that daydreaming is actually good for you? So if you are an avid daydreamer, keep it up because it's actually good for you. So let's talk about dream homes. My wife and I, uh, we, we had our breakfast and we were actually just talking about the lottery. You know, it doesn't matter how much money, rich or poor, everyone loves to play the lottery every once in a while. It's just fun. Even Floyd Mayweather, the guy's worth like a half a billion dollars. And I remember reading that when I think it was like Mega Millions was at one point close to a billion dollars. And I think he spent like a million dollars on lottery tickets. So we do have a Thai lottery here. And the current jackpot, it's nothing like Mega Millions or Super Lotto. Uh, some of these bigger jackpots are like 300,000 or maybe in a half a million. But majority of them are like between 100,000 and 300,000. So we're talking about lottery. And, and we're saying that it's nothing compared to like the American lottery system or the Western lottery system or even European. And I said, it would be nice if we won like $50 million, like in a mega millions jackpot. And then we were kind of talking about what, what kind of home will we buy here in Thailand? And that's what we want to talk about. So if we had unlimited funds, what would we buy? here in Thailand and why. And that's what I want to talk about today. And I think this is going to be a fun episode. And I think that for the first time listeners, it may surprise you in some of the places that we're picking too. So obviously the very first place, well, we will only have two homes. So even if we were to win, yes, $50 million tomorrow, we would only have two homes maybe three, but let's just make life easy and say two. The reason behind that is, is maintenance, is that as you have and start accruing more and more homes, unless you have a staff, an operation staff that manages this for you or have a great real estate professional, an agent or broker that manages stuff for you, it can be quite time consuming. And in the past, I, I had many homes when I was in the States, and it really was a pain in the butt. So really when it comes down to it is, it's best to have two, maybe three homes that you know you're going to split your time equally 50-50. So obviously we would have two homes, and we would spend 50% of the time in Bangkok, and 50% of the time in one of the B cities. So let's pick our first home. So the very first home is going to be in Bangkok. Not in Chiang Mai, not in some island like in Phuket, but it's going to be here in Bangkok. And in Bangkok, even though there are killer deals on huge mega mansions, McMansions, uh, that are literally a third to half the price of the state. So for an example, uh, I could get a... 5,000 square feet, brand new McMansion in a very exclusive gated community with maybe only sometimes 15, 25, maybe no more than 50 homes. Uh, this home would be 
a modern design uh, that you would see similar to William Lyon or Lennar or even Toll Brothers. This type of home in an exclusive gated community in the States would be anywhere from two to three million dollars. This same exact home here uh, would be about a million bucks. You can find them for below a million, but when you're going for ultra exclusive community and developer, as far as their most exclusive brand within the homes they develop, it's gonna start roughly about a million to a million and a half. And as much as I love the space, my wife loves large homes and so do I, but the thing is is that that kind of takes away from what Bangkok is. What makes Bangkok such a wonderful city is the life, is that it's a 24 hour city at any time of the day or night, you can eat and drink at any time. That's what makes, and shopping, that's what makes this city wonderful. And the fact that you can be smacked right in the middle of it makes it even better. So we would pick a two to three bedroom penthouse condo that would range for roughly around $2 million. And this is ultra luxury. And we would want to be right in the heart of it all in Racha Prasang. Racha Prasang, if you don't know where that is, is basically our central shopping district. If within this district, you have the iconic malls like Central World and the Siam Paragon. Did you know, and here's a fun fact, that prior to the pandemic, the Siam Paragon Mall was the most Instagram location in the world. Can you believe that? That means it beat out like the Eiffel Tower, Statue of Liberty, Great Wall of China, anything out there. It was a Siam Paragon Mall was the most Instagram location in the world. So we want a two to three bedroom penthouse condo. And this condo would be, I would say, right around 2,000 to maybe 3,000 square feet for $2 million. And it will be so centrally located. I mean, within steps, we could be to the Paragon or to Central World, maybe like across the street. We would literally have not just thousands, thousands upon thousands of entertainment venues and restaurants and bars and nightclubs and day spas and just whatever you want. It's literally within walking distance from the building. And within these buildings, the gym will be first class. It would have techno gym. There will be steam room and sauna with indoor, maybe out indoor and maybe outdoor pools. Uh, it would just have everything. Just like living in like a hotel. Living like in the Four Seasons or the Ritz-Carlton. So if you're wondering why I haven't picked like the Four Seasons Ritz-Carlton, the reason why is because of those locations. So the Ritz-Carlton is located in our Wall Street in our version of Wall Street, our central financial district, which is Silom Saton, Saton area. And even though this does have a lot of nightlife and some shopping, but you're surrounded by financial buildings. Racha Prasang has 
just double the amount of entertainment venues and places to eat than Satong or Silom. And uh, right around the same price, so close to $2 million, you'll get a two-bedroom, two-bath condo in a Ritz-Carlton. And then on the other very, very high-end and sought-after location is the Chao Praia River. And there you have two ultra-luxury buildings, or you have many luxury buildings, but two of the ultra-luxury buildings are going to be the Banyan Tree Residences and the Mandarin Oriental Residences. And right in between those two buildings are going to be the Icon Siam Mall, which is one of our newest mega malls and absolutely just beautiful. And everything is right there on the river. So yes, in Mandarin Oriental, million and a half, to, million and a half two million, we'll get you a two-bedroom, two-bath condo, a beautiful view of the river, same with the banyan tree. But the problem is with that area, other than Icon Siam, there's, yeah, there's other restaurants and little bars you can walk through, but still, not even close. It wouldn't even hold a candle to Racha Prasang. So that's why we would choose Racha Prasang. And we would choose a condo because of the low maintenance. And we want to live, we want to be pampered in, in a, in a resort-like atmosphere. And some of these buildings have many lifts, so many, uh, many elevators. And the way they're designed, they're triple soundproof, you don't hear your neighbors. It's just so intelligently designed where um, they use the space. So a 2,000 square feet condo will look like 1,000 square foot more. Floor to ceiling windows. It's just everything about it is amazing. So that's Bangkok. $2 million. Two to three bedroom, penthouse condo. Then our second location will be at the beach. And it's going to be in a nearby beach that's only two and a half hour drive from Bangkok. So I didn't pick Pantier Jiong Tien, uh, even though those are closer beach cities. But the reason why we're picking Hua Hin is because it's the golf capital of Thailand. I'm a golfer. I love to golf. I've joined many, many, I've been a member of many, many different uh, country clubs in the States. I want to start golfing again. Uh, my wife also wants to learn. I bought her some new clubs. So slowly but surely, uh, I'm going to start teaching her. So I love the golf. And the Black Mountain Golf Course uh, in Hua Hin was rated uh, the number one golf course in Asia by Golf Magazine. I don't know how many years running. And the golf courses, are so many of them, and they're so close to each other. So you have a lot of different choices. And also, Hua Hin gives me the closest reminder of Newport Beach. Beautiful white sand, powdery white sand. It's a very, very affluent community. Uh, it's not busy. There's a little bit more older, there's a little bit more of an older demographic. So I would say the demographic is going to be people that are my age, so 40 and up. Where Pattaya Jump 10 is going to be younger. Uh, you're going to have a lot of millennials. Uh, so that younger, and you get, you know, you get, you get them all. But it's more of a younger demographic and you have the, a, a, a really raging nightlife scene, especially in Pattaya. Wahin is a little bit more chilled. It's a smaller beach city. Uh, but like I said, it's, it reminds me of Newport Beach. 
It has everything we need. There's two malls there, lots of great places to eat. But there, we would also choose an ultra luxury condo and then maybe a property that has an attached hotel for $2 million. And that would get us a two to three bedroom condo. And again, right around two to maybe 2,500 square feet, unobstructed ocean view. Some of these condos will be two stories. And like I said, as unobstructed view, maybe multiple patios, but you're basically living like in a hotel. So, and again, resort style living, no maintenance. Yes, for the same exact price, we could find a home, a two to three story home with an infinity pool. That's about 3000 square feet, maybe 3,500 square feet right on the beach. But we just don't want the maintenance. It's not like we're old. But the thing is, is that we have to look at the future too. So we have to look at what are, and, and that's the one thing is people really don't look at their habits and what their potential schedule is going to be in the future. So knowing that, let's say, when this pandemic lifts, we're going to be traveling not just more in Thailand, but we're going to be exploring the nearby countries a lot. I'm talking about Cambodia and Laos and Vietnam, Indonesia, Malaysia, going down to Singapore more often, definitely going to Taiwan more often, and Japan and Korea and even China and maybe in places like Sri Lanka. These are all countries that are nearby. In Australia and New Zealand, I think it's... Last time I, you know, in the past I made a mistake. I said it was like under 10 hours. It's still about 10 or 12 hours away, but still, it's still closer than going to Australia from the States. It's not that, you know, 10 hour flight's not too bad. Going to, flying to Japan is five and a half hours from Bangkok. So we're going to do a lot more traveling, visiting other countries. So what that means is we don't want the upkeep of a house, of having to have landscapers tend to the shrubs and the trees and mowing the lawn, having a pool person come. We don't want to have, we don't want to, have to worry about scheduling that kind of stuff. We don't have to, have, have to deal with that kind of stuff. And the thing is, it's just my wife and I. Here's the one mistake that a lot of people make, is that they feel that, let's say that your budget is $2 million. And what some people feel is $2 million. They want to get the largest home as possible because they're making the assumption, I'm moving to Thailand, so I have tons of friends and tons of family to come visit. We're going to be busy all the time. Well, think about this. So just take a look at your home. When I look at my friends' homes, some of them have three to 5,000, even 10,000, even some of them have 15,000 square feet homes with multiple bedrooms. And most of those bedrooms, aside from maybe having a room designated for a gym and one for an office, the rest are guest rooms. And they're always empty and collecting dust because they miscalculated, misinterpreted of how many people, I don't know misinterpreted is, is a good definition, good word for that, but they really thought they were going to have a lot of people come visit them and stay with them. But that didn't happen. 
And that's the same exact thing that I seen when I was in Latin America, selling homes there. People want to get the biggest, where they should be getting smaller, but in a pay more money for a better location. Because here's the thing. All of my friends know that when they come visit me, and I tell them, we don't have room for you. Because we don't. Our average home, we have either two bedrooms or three bedrooms. We don't have a guest bedroom in any of our homes. One bedroom is for an office. And if we have a second bedroom, it's her office and my office. That's it. There's no guest bedroom, not even for family. The reason why is because wherever our property is, there is either a hotel on site where we can put them or hotel or service departments across the street or next door. And that's how you should be looking when you're living abroad. It's not thinking, if you truly have a big family and you're truly close, you don't want to be in the same home, yes, okay, get your big house. But in my 20 years experience, those type of individuals are so few and far between. Most of you, the 95% of you is like my wife and I. Just you and your husband or you and your partner. There's just two of you. So you don't need a three to five bedroom home. It's just you guys. Maybe one bedroom for an office, another bedroom for a gym, and your family or friends come, they go to a hotel. And anytime I talk to friends and they say, I'm going to come visit you in Bangkok. I'm like, that's great. Just to let you know, we don't have room in our place. So if you do come, we will give you a couple of hotel options that's nearby or in the same property, on the same property. And I'm not being a jerk. I'm not, it's just, that's the way it is. It's not like I have friends come visit me all the time. And you're not going to have friends come visit you all the time either. So I'll rather spend more money on a better location. Because what you don't realize, what you should be doing is thinking about you and your spouse and your partner first. This is your home. This is our home. This is where we live. I don't need I should I don't need to be thinking about oh my god who I'm going to put in which bedroom if they come if they come and visit if they come and visit So I hope you know this bit of open way of just open talk is helping you kind of guide you through how you should perceive and how you should be shopping for your second homes and your third homes or even your primary residence especially if you're in an exotic country like Thailand, you're not going to have visitors here all the time. But if you were that 5% that has maybe your in-laws are going to live with you or your kid's family is going to come move in with you, that's great. It's not a problem. Yeah, get a bigger place. Or if you want a maid, here's a great thing too. Most penthouse condos or in that range of that $2 million will have maid quarters. Actually, most large homes will also have maid quarters. All the homes that we looked at and we sold 
that are in that 5,000 square feet plus, and these, you know, starting at about a million dollars and up, every single one of them have a maid quarters. Why? Because maids here are very, very reasonable and very affordable. Starting as low as two to $300 a month for a full-time live-in maid. That's a huge bonus here for living in Thailand. So you can be ultra pampered. <laughs> you don't do anything, but just have a good time. So that's what we would choose. So just kind of recap, two to three bedroom, penthouse type of ultra luxury condo, right in the heart of our central shopping district in Racha Prasong, here in Bangkok. And our second home will be in Hua Hin, on the beach, a two to three bedroom condo for two million in a hotel residences type, where it's like living in a hotel. And that's it. I didn't pick anything down south, so I'm not gonna go into details as to why uh, I'm not a big fan of purchasing and owning anything in the southern islands or even up north. Uh, stay tuned, or if I've already posted it, look for it, but I did an episode specifically about, and I think it's titled, Why I Would Not Buy Any of These Properties or Don't Buy Any of These Properties in Thailand. And I talk extensively, not just on why it's a bad investment to buy anything down south or anything up north. Also why things like fix and flips don't work here. I talk in detail about multi-unit residential buildings. I talk about commercial buildings. So look out for that episode because if you are an investor, that's definitely one you want to listen to. So just to end it, it's always nice to kind of, you know, to have this daydream and to think about stuff like that because it does get you fired up and it kind of plants that seed to work smarter, work harder, make right decisions so you can make those dreams come true or at least get close to that dream. And that is what my wife are aspiring towards is getting, you know, we already have I would say our dream locations, and we have smaller places in more multiple uh, destinations here in Thailand, but eventually we will get to the point where we're gonna consolidate everything and then just have just two properties in the two locations I just mentioned. One in Bangkok in Prasong, and then one in Huayan. That's going to be condos that are low maintenance, resort living, so more jet setting, whether it's around Thailand or neighbor, neighboring countries or even to Western countries, we don't have to worry about a single thing. No maintenance, no upkeep. And that's the one thing that a lot of people fail to realize. Buying bigger is not always better. And that's the mentality that most Westerners had. I want bigger. Not about the location, I want bigger. But when you're Changing your lifestyle to retirement, to semi-retirement, to maybe just not having to do anything because you're independently wealthy, regardless of what age group you're in, you want convenience. You want low maintenance. 
you want to buy branded residences. That's what's the most important. That's what's going to keep your properties from appreciating. That's what's going to maintain that resale value in the future, whether you want to resell it or even if you want to rent it. That's why these things are so important as opposed to just buy bigger. So I hope you found this to be helpful. I am off to the gym right now, and I hope you have a wonderful day. And stay tuned because we have a lot more stuff we'll be talking about here in Thailand.